Is it for real? We used to love it then. We watch it now. We don't know if we like it. Is it for real? You're listening to Is, Is it, it for, for real? real? This is Philip and Katie and Bridget. And this week we uh, watched a real classic in volcano cinema, which is 1997's Dante's Peak, um, which was my pick this week. And to introduce the film, we have um, lovely pal Stacy S, partner of Oscar S, uh, who's going to introduce. So take it away, Stacy S. Hi. So it tickles me that you're doing this podcast about Dante's Peak. Uh, this movie remains a really weird favorite of mine ever since the eighth grade science class assignment that we were supposed to watch the movie and then point out what was scientifically accurate and what wasn't. For those who haven't seen it, I am so sorry. You need to. This movie is about a studly volcanologist, Pierce Brosnan, who, after this initial tragedy, is pulled right back into it when this little town that's conveniently situated next to a volcano starts reporting some mild activity. This movie is as subtle as a jackhammer. Um, you know within four seconds that this picturesque little town that's literally getting an award for how picturesque it is is going to be a pile of ash by the end of the movie. Um, but there are some moments of sweetness. Um, for instance, there's this little family that Pierce Brosnan plays house with. Uh, Linda Hamilton is the mayor slash coffee shop owner that has these two uh, textbook precocious kids. Um, and then there's also comeuppance and redemption for all the naysayers who are saying, Pierce Brosnan, you're wrong. This volcano will never erupt. Um, you know, there's the grandma who refuses to leave her mountain because she knows the, the volcano will never hurt her. Um, or Pierce Brosnan's boss who chooses to ignore the science over politics, um, which as, as it turns out is a real 2020 story. Um, but then he actually apologizes at the end when Dante's Peak turns into the fiery hellscape that we all knew it was going to be. Um, finally, this was the movie that introduced me to the boiling frog metaphor, which basically, I guess it observes that we're all less likely to react to gradual changes than an acute catastrophe even if ultimately the outcome is the same. And I think it's been disproven uh, that a frog will actually stay in boiling water. Like once the temperature reaches a certain point, it will still jump out. But I've found in adulthood that the metaphor can be a pretty good check. If I was coming fresh into a situation today, would my response be the same or wouldn't, would it be different? Um, so I could talk about this movie for a lot longer, but basically my assessment is that if you are looking for some action as well as some life lessons, um, as well as 007 as a rock guy and then the Terminator lady is a love interest, um, plus some really amazing 1990s special effects, Dante's Peak is definitely your movie. 
Nice. <laughs> that a great intro. Oh my gosh. It so was much. so good. I know. Thank you, Stacey. Like, I love when people are very passionate about mm-hmm. things that I've never heard of because it just makes me actually get hopeful about the world. Cause I'm like, yeah, there's just things that we all know or don't know. And I don't know. I don't Fully. Know. I know. Uh, I know what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah. My one complaint about okay. <laughs> this is the uh, introducer. No, no, I just uh, I, I laughed at myself when she was like, she wants the end of the movie to be Dante's peak is perfectly fine where nothing happens. Yeah. And I say nay, nay to that. <laughs> this town had to burn. Oh, she my wasn't God. really saying that. I just I laughed to myself <laughs> a, a movie where like the that volcano doesn't explode. Um, right like an hour and a half film where they just (laughs) win the award and it like might and like Pierce Brogdon is just wrong it's like I guess it was fine I guess steam (laughs) just just a little steam they all move back in I know I'll go into the levels because she kind of um took what was going to be my level which was that that frog boiling slowly like that I totally that was my first exposure to that I think they revisited an, an inconvenient truth with Al Gore but um it was that that metaphor was formative from that point on and um but I'm going to make my level, um, snow, snow ash at the beach, because I remember this. I remember where I was when I saw this movie, it was Easter, probably, I guess, 1997 down ocean city, Maryland. I believe it was April. We went to see it. And at the night we came out and it was snowing, which is such a crazy thing to happen at the beach. Certainly in April, I think I've only been down the beach like twice when it snowed, but on the way back, it kind of looked like volcano ash, like on our windshield. And it was kind of thrilling. Like, I, I don't know, I haven't been in a movie to see a movie in the theater for a very long time, but you know how it kind of like pumps you up and you're like, kind of want to dance out of the theater. Um, so anyway, I, I saw it with, uh, a good pal, Rachel L and my sister, Jenny L. And I don't know, I just remember watching it and just being totally on the roller coaster and loving it. And I don't know that I've seen it since. So wow. it's a real treat to rewatch. My level is going to be Washington college class of 2003 graduation. You know, oh this, my- Katie, I'm excited to see where this is going. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe you don't. Well, but I looked I up I- what I think might be true. Yeah. Yeah. Which is that, uh, I, Linda Hamilton was my college graduation speaker. And just a quick story. um, I went to one of the oldest colleges in the country. There's Mm -hmm. this grand tradition of it being outside the graduation and you're popping champagne and your parents are like handing it to you. And it's this festive thing. It sprinkled on our graduation day and they moved it inside our depressing gymnasium. Linda Hamilton was asked to be the speaker because she went there for like a semester. Yeah. I saw that and then dropped out (laughs) and she, she spent her entire like graduation speech talking about her alcoholism and like what that, what that was like for her and how it's impacted her life. Um, so it's like really prime for like a bunch of 21, 22 year olds, um, who were already just like sad because we, oh, we thought we would be outside, and they haven't had an out an indoor graduation I think since I since then. Oh, that is um, so rough. Even in rain, because people were so upset. Right. So I've never seen this movie uh, until this week, and um, but I have seen Linda, Linda Hamilton in person. I'm so glad you talked about that because in deep diving in her, I saw, (laughs) um, (laughs) I saw that Linda Hamilton is from Salisbury and went to, um, yeah, Washington college for, I thought it was like two years, but she didn't graduate and she transferred out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Speaking of the Eastern Shore, mm-hmm. uh, the town of Berlin or Berlin yeah. uh, won the award for best small town. So I was hoping yes. that they would say, well, I know. Dante's Peak got second place. Berlin got uh, first not place. Berlin, it's Berlin. No, we I've heard it. Berlin. Maybe some people say Berlin. I have I've, I've I've heard friends it. that live there and I've never heard anybody say Berlin. I've heard it both ways. Yeah. Well, you can't have it both ways. You can't. You can't. Well, I think that all of um, our like commentary is about the Eastern Shore of Maryland. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> a very volcanic, volcanic area. You live right, in Berlin, uh, Berlin. Write yeah. in and tell us what it is, please. But we need everyone may not say it the same. Uh, my mm. level is going to be the sound of people burning to death. Oh my um, God, Phil, Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> no, I I worked at a one of my first jobs was working at a place building stereo equipment for movie theaters. Oh yeah, and um, mainly we tested it with this movie and Twister, and it Whoa. was so I've I've heard the scene where those people die, like. 30 times wow wow just because we would like test test the like base and stuff with like the different exploding scenes and and yeah so wow i've seen this i've seen this movie definitely a handful of times but i've I've just heard that scene a ton that's Uh, wild and i was always (laughs) very scared of it is that because it's just using all kinds of different sound mixing so that you're like, testing? Yeah, you've got a lot of the bass and the high high parts oh. and all that kind of fun stuff. And then I think that scene's right after the hit the first big explosion. And so as we're like tinkering, that would always come on. So wow, goodness gracious, fascinating. <laughs> if you're itching to get to our final grades and whatnot, you can go ahead and skip ahead to right around one hour and nine minutes. Enjoy. Yeah. So yeah. Dante's Peak. Speaking of the word Dante's Peak, I think they said it at least 300 times throughout the entire movie, evoking yeah. our first round of applause within the first like maybe minute and a half of the film when they said oh, it. Oh, yeah. Uh, up until oh, yeah. like us getting tired. I mean, usually we only applaud once, but I, I was like tallying and I stopped at six because I was like, oh my gosh, that's so many times to say the title of the movie. But I also know it's the town. Yeah, right. right. It's th- a lot of different things. You think they would have had like a nickname for the town or yeah, the DP. DP. You're DP. down with the DP. Yeah. Yeah, you know me. Well, the the beginning of this movie to me kind of read like the never ending story where you're kind of like, you know, traveling through the cr- clouds. And then did it scare the crap out of anybody else when that volcano erupted in the clouds <laughs> in the credits, the opening credits, they do like yeah. a jump scare. Just think that like the the music in this movie is so beyond intense. It's <laughs> yeah. like so melodramatic, so intense. It starts like super intense and then it never stops. Oh my all gosh. The time. Yeah. And this, okay. So maybe you guys can help me out because this movie starts with a trope. If you're aware, I, you know, when I was in middle school, I wrote um a, a movie called Magellan's Lie about flat earth. <laughs> And whatever. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. But <laughs> although we do need to re- reenact that movie one day, <laughs> yeah. do, a ta- but, do a table read. But the opening scene of it was based on this '90s trope, which was like disaster-ish movie starts in a far-off land with a real intense situation that's gone like to shit, and that kind of somewhat resolves, but not really. And then you just flash back to like. Like things are, um, you know, super calm and okay again. Huh. Well, yeah, we, we learn, I mean? we do a tweet. <laughs> Katie, your microphone's got, gotten really quiet. Yeah. 
Huh. So we're just, that was the disaster you were talking about. Was it the disaster? Is that better? Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit better. Huh. Um, well, just this is just our on-air testing. Um <laughs> we we see like I thought we were looking at like a scene from like Pompeii at the beginning, or yeah, it looks old. There's people right. carrying all these old timey suitcases, but then it's not old. Cause it's only Cause like last year. It's four years prior. I was, I was thinking the same thing. And then finally Me I saw too. a truck and I was like, aha, it is the scene I'm talking to thinking because I knew I I've seen it before. And I knew the yeah. wife dies. And I was like, once I saw the truck, I was like, okay, there wasn't some random flashback in the movie that I've never seen. So yeah. Yeah. We get introduced to Pierce Brosnan, AKA Harry. He's doing pushups. Mm-hmm. Well, after his, his wife, his lady friend <laughs> is, Murdered by volcano. By a volcano. Yeah. <laughs> like coming to the roof of a car. Like a lava rock hit her yeah, in the neck. Just straight, straight into the cranium. Um, she was too excited about volcanoes, you know. Yeah. How many volcanologists do you think have been like caught in a volcano? Like they are running from a volcano. Because I was like, what are the chances? I'm like, well, she was a volcanologist. But now, I've, I've read about I, I remember reading like an article in Outside magazine that was talking about a volcanologist that had been hit by one and then someone he was with had gotten killed by Whoa, so it's like a real yeah. work workplace hazard wow. it's also a precursor to the just all of the just completely unbelievable driving that pierce brosnan will do later in the movie oh man through every type of volcanic <laughs> i don't know i don't even know how to describe it it's like every type of problem that could happen i guess in a vol- volcano eruption so she gets hit by the lava and then we fast forward four years and Annie um, ICU was like, he's been doing pushups for four years since his wife died. Yeah. <laughs> and it really does read like that. Where it, he's it's just, just, yeah. It's the uh, stereotypical guy has fallen off the wagon, just drinking yeah. and doing pushups and that's all he does. But, and then it, it shows that it he hasn't been away. From, he's been working the whole time. Um, and it's, cause usually it's like when someone's, quit the field of volcanoes and then they yeah, call him back right. for one last job but it's like no he he goes in on monday through friday and he just, that he just does push-ups and beer on the I weekends know, it's I an interesting time to give it like four years because it reads i mean i don't know grief grief is a funny thing right like i don't want to say that four years isn't enough to grieve that trauma but it's also the movie almost plays as if it's like 10 months or something actually maybe the movie's just really realistic that's like yeah like my lover was hit in the face by a volcano rock four years later i'm still not over it which you would be because he's always being told to take a vacation and you're assuming that it's talking about like he's just been working hard for four years after this like trying to drown himself he's not over it until the moment he sees linda hamilton (laughs) that's true and then he's snapped completely out of it oh wait a a sec i'm pierce brosnan i can't lock this up no kidding (laughs) he can't no kidding (laughs) We get we get introduced to Dante's Peak, which we we heard from our lovely introducer that it's this idyllic mountain slash volcanic town. They're having the Pioneer Days Festival, and yeah. um, you know we also get to kind of meet you know Linda Hamilton and her kids whose teeth are all too big for their bodies. That one girl, the girl when she was on screen, I was when she first came on screen, her daughter I was like, oh no, we've just spent the movie with this girl who to me is exactly like Vanessa Bayer from SNL when she's doing the impression oh, yeah. of a theater that, kid. Why does anybody want to do anything else? <laughs> and I, yes. I think the, the no. Graham, right? The little boy, is he the 
is he the Kirkland brand Joseph Gordon Levitt? Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. I'm glad okay. you said it because I would have said it the <laughs> oh, old 100%. way. And because uh, I had it written down. Um, yeah. <laughs> because so this thank just you, in the Kirkland brand of me looked just like that in middle school. So yeah. <laughs> it is <laughs> is nice. it the are you the Kirkland brand of Joseph? Gordon? Yeah, I think that's actually more accurate. That's okay. me as a kid in a car. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And then of course we have the grandma, which um oh man. Yeah. In the Andy's brain, this grandmother is played by Betty White. We don't yeah. want to confuse her role with Lake Placid. I think she's remembering Betty White by like the 1997 eight had like a whole slew of weird disaster movies. Um, so yeah, sorry, Phil, I interrupted you. No, just that this grandma is is what I think I remember most from yes, this movie. Of course. And and it's also how I convinced uh, Nora to watch it because she absolutely hates disaster movies. I, know. And I was like, no, it's goofy. Like, it, not goofy, but it's like so over the top because I was just focusing on this grandma. And, and then I realized, no, it, it sort of, it has everything in it. And then it's horrific. She, she hated yeah. me for it. So, yeah. Oh, it is, a, it is a full on disaster movies. And yes. I mean, I should say, maybe I should have included this on my level. I really like, or at least I thought I like, I maybe liked, but like, I really like disaster movies. And part do. of it is, I like Day After Tomorrow and like Deep Impact. And like, part of it is, I always thought that disaster movies help like the human race come together and like kind of bond in face of like a greater conflict. And I got to say, not in this that, one. Um, well, but not in COVID, not in the real world either. I'm like, oh, actually, no. I guess we'll just eat each other. Like, I'm right. pretty down on what that. So I always really liked that element of disaster movies, like of like everybody we're living, coming together. Yeah, we're living in disaster, and like some people come together. But then I gotta say, like, I don't. We're I'm skipping ahead a little bit, but in the trampling scene, <laughs> when <laughs> everybody's trying to get out of that hall, like I'm thinking about that concert. Yeah. That oh just yeah. Happened, this movie right? is full chock block full of triggers to be honest. And then a weird article I read from on like um, NPR that was like, "What do you do when you're being trampled in a crowd?" And I'm like, "How about we stop trampling people in crowds?" I don't know. It just was very like I was like, "Wow, we're just always trampling people in crowds." I think forever. Oh man. It is a problem. Um, but speaking of like another terrible disaster that you might not want to watch out for is I think the next thing that happens is like the hot spring scene, which is the yeah. real canary in the coal mine. And my note is like, don't splash somebody with hot springs water. What are you doing? <laughs> you get into a jacuzzi, and just splash people. It's she says it's hot. Like he's just like splashing her. But this young, I guess what we learn later to be maybe backpackers, maybe tourists who aren't known to the town. Hitchhikers, you know, hitchhikers. Just- I know. Right. So we don't care about their body. This is from this grandmother. So anyways, take it with a grain of salt. Right. Totally. I'm, sh- I'm sure those kids have been living in the town forever, but I'm sure they're like valedictorians. Just, yeah, totally. I know. Um, and they, I was reading and Phil, I'm interested to hear uh, your rock books about this, but that this would be so almost impossible for this to heat up this quickly. Like, sure. yes, like hot springs around a volcano either get hotter colder or stay the same was what I read. So great. Um, but that this rapid of a change could like after an earthquake, things could heat up, but it, it just like, couldn't be this fast. Like you, you wouldn't burn alive. Right. And they had this weird cut that made it look like it was lava or they were shooting into the ground. Um, it was coming a, up. I feel like right, it was like, yeah. yeah, but no, it, it, it really can't. You can, as you said, they can get colder or hotter, uh, side story i was in iceland this one time and uh 
we had found a hot spring that was, they, they told you, you can't go into it cause it's too hot, but yet we still went into it and it was insanely hot. Um, it like, <laughs> it took like idea. 30, no, it probably wasn't. It took like 30 minutes to like, let your body adjust Holy so you could shit. actually get in. And I think I dunked my head in at one point, which you shouldn't have done or one Wait, shouldn't the do. People that were telling you not to do this. What were they doing as you did this oh no this was in the middle of the winter there was no one else around so um, they just it was said, just like signs guidebooks just said don't go in it so i'm, oh. I'm proud you've had your daughter um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I won't investigate much further into that yeah but, yeah um yeah like also i just want to know like i thought this movie was going to be a little bit different once i saw that naked couple getting into the hot springs i thought maybe i was like is there going to be like a gratuitous boob shot in this no. film pg-13 Okay, I just didn't know what was happening. But you can see like burnt bodies. You saw burnt with, butts. <laughs> yeah, just no boobs. Yeah. That's U.S. rules. Oh, okay. Burnt butts are okay. And so they, there's a lot of like having to find people who have gone missing in this town. So Graham yeah. has gone missing. He's hiding under a metal garage door with his two well, friends doing what have you. What's well, happening? We, we They're later- doing drugs. <laughs> we later learned that it's like a mine and they have kind of like this cool oh, little clubhouse, which is it where was. it like saves them at the end, right? Because well, he has sodas and stuff. It in was there. Chekhov's mine, you know. I guess so. Cause I w- but I was like, what was Graham doing? Like they don't really address it and he just like slips out from under because like it wasn't obvious to me in the beginning that that was a mine. I thought he was like in an abandoned building. That comes together. I think I just knew from seeing the movie that it was the mine. There was like a nudie calendar on the wall because he's hanging out with older kids. So he, yeah, he's getting, you know, bad influences. I love that Linda Hamilton is like, as the mayor is late to the speech for no reason. She's just very late. late. Very (laughs) late. And very like intensely late where they're just like, what will happen? The world, the world's going to end. I know. I know. Yeah. There's a fair all around it. People can, I know. no one cares I know. about I know. No this one, no one Nobody cares. There are also oh just like a lot of people for a small town and they're all everywhere all the time. Yes. In this movie. They're all together. Um, and then I think we meet the grandmother, right? They yeah. go to the top of the mountain to meet the grandmother. And just like in the running for my Hummer is how intensely fierce this grandma is that there are no issues in the volcano and how threatened she is by the idea Uh. that someone would be monitoring it. I mean, she just loses it at Pierce Brobman. She's like cheery and then just like learns he's from the national geology, you know, what is it? The NG and SGS. The Uh, geologic survey. Yeah. Yeah. Survey. And then she's like, Nothing was wrong with it then. Nothing's wrong with it now. Get out of here. You, you stay away here. from my volcano, friend. You don't take it away. It's so weird. It's so it's weird. Being threatened by this. I mean, it did make me think of like climate change denial in a sense. It's like, I think that's this grandma. <laughs> like, well, you're supposed protective. to get different sides of it. It's like, you know, we're supposed to relate to her. But then there's like this weird thing because it's the, it's the ex's mom, right? Yeah. The ex who's left. It is like this. It, they or made dead. this like really intricate. Well, I think he leaves. I don't think dead. 
was like at the end, yeah. he was like, the stupidest thing he ever did was leave you. I hope he. But I, like, I don't know if she, the grandma's heard from him. I don't know. Oh, I assume oh, he I left see, yes. and is now He's, dead somewhere. Yes, whereabouts you know? unknown, right? Yeah. But it's an interesting dynamic that they've set up because it's not the mother, it's the mother-in-law, but it's like the mother-in-law of an absentee dad. But she's really involved, but she hates yeah. Linda Hamilton. It's just really interesting. It's, yeah. <laughs> sure linda hamilton's really happy about this situation oh my gosh yeah terrible and then um they're like kind of hiking through and they're you know all of a sudden i do appreciate how quickly the movie gets into something is wrong with this volcano like they probably in most movies would wait like a half an hour but it's like nope it's it's wrong Uh, i think stacy s says that in the beginning because they have Uh, to cycle through every single disaster known to man and so they don't have time to fuck around well, one of them is the carbon dioxide that leaks into the ground that, you know, they, they, on this little trek through the mountain, discover these squirrels that Aww. are dead. And the grandmother is like, um, must be a squirrel epidemic or something. I'm finding them all over the mountain. It's like, what? Like report that. Like, that's a huge deal. Like, I don't care if you think it's from the volcano or not, but if you are a mountain woman and you see dead squirrels everywhere, absolutely. It's a problem. If I don't know. Oh, go ahead, Bridget. Oh, and I was just going to put a plug in for this, this like poetic line that was set around this time, which is a man that stares at a rock must have a lot on his mind. Oh my God. I know. Cause <laughs> I mean, wow. Wow. That's how I, I felt. I, I guess I, I will say that uh, my undergrad degree was in, was basically half geology, half forestry. So right. natural resources. Yeah. Um, Rocks rocks uh also known as rocks for jock not at our school because we had a really good program but everyone else i would tell that too at other schools would be like oh rocks for jocks because i guess i know it was easy it was it it was a challenging yeah it's like hard science like right or wrong there's a lot of other things that you can be no like easier you have to do what is it what's the chemistry class that always like or or organic chemistry yeah you have to do if i never got that i didn't have to do it but that was sort of the reason I didn't become a full-on geologist. There we go, major. man. Yeah, totally. Um, so then this family then discovers. I mean, I do have burned in my brain. Graham going to do a cannonball into the hot springs, which is a terrible idea. Anyway, first of all, it's hot. But uh, Harry then interrupts, and thank God, because Graham would have been eaten by acid. Yeah. yeah. Oh, when you were saying Graham just then, I thought you were calling Ruth I know. Graham. <laughs> It was confusing and, watching this movie with that, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> I oh wouldn't be surprised if that grandma had done a cannonball in there. Look probably, out. No probably, one's telling me I can't I go like, in this I don't water. That part. Yeah, I mean, he like he like jumps in and saves him. He, he yeah. But, saves him. He's uh, now I mean, their dad. <laughs> yeah. Also, the geologist their dad. <laughs> Pierce Brosnan <laughs> should have known. Like it smells worse than it usually does because everyone's claiming that they've seen a bunch of burnt squirrels on the way. Yeah, um, I know. I, um, I think he he knew, and he just wanted to save the kid right at the last minute to get in with Linda Hamilton. That's my theory. From this Probably. point of the movie to the end, these kids are traumatized every five minutes with a new horror. But this is the first. I mean, like if if Dante's Peak didn't happen, this would be the worst thing that had ever happened to those kids. I bet <laughs> you know, like that's nuts. Uh, yes, that finding is. those two people. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, but then they just kind of go on with their day. <laughs> yeah, next week. <laughs> well, no, I, I just when we have Linda Hamilton and Pierce Brosnan flirting as yeah. body bags are thrown into the back of the, yeah, the intensely car. flirting because yeah, he's forgotten sorry. about yeah. the woman I, that died next to him in the car. Oh, um. 
yeah, the next thing I have is just this this super intense, like I kept singing um, the music man during the show because well, when I just took a workshop where we did a dance, the music man, but there's like, they're like, we got trouble in Dante's Peak and it's a volcano. And people are like, I don't believe it. I believe capital, it. Capital D that rhymes with P that stands for Dante's Peak, Peak, Peak. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but we get into this like town hall meeting and suddenly it's like a, like a first person, like a reality show, and the cameras like yeah. swooping oh. like in and out. Was I was like dizzying. getting sick. These yeah, freaking <laughs> Dutch angles that they keep putting, which I believe yes. is the right term for I that. I read that. Um, it is the right angle. Awful. They because they started this right at the beginning, though. I think one of the first things oh, okay. is they do this weird. It was Oof. when Linda Hamilton was late to the meeting. They do a crazy camera angle so whoever this director is loves that it's dizzying yeah. um and then we get introduced to the concept of the character of elliot blair who <laughs> is the developer who's gonna bring what is it like a sears i don't really understand what it is Department jobs and of? money i don't know a right, casino. right. Which, on top of a volcano which is like crucial i suppose because any other like because then you're just without that you're like get out of there <laughs> evacuate like what is the problem of at least putting up an alert so they really do need this character to justify like why there's any kind of tension about getting people out of there um i did like that the female mayor and the female city councilwoman are like the only people that are making any sense at this whole meeting like i i enjoyed that and then we get Team geology. Oh man. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> the the boss is from the thing, which is my yes. Halloween movie. Eyebrows this, McGee. Eyebrows McGee. And then um the side guy, the tech support guy is the tech support. Like he's this character every, in uh, every yeah. single movie. Congo, true lies. And then yeah, the guy I knew it was the Schwarzenegger movie. Oh yeah. And then the guy that ends up on the crutches is actually Annie's priest's son. Huh. That's oh. kind of fun. He's like a big part. I know. I was like, oh, whoa, big deal. I yeah. He's a wanna, kicker. I have two questions. One, a priest has a son. Two, Episcopal cre- priest. Okay. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> winning. Yeah. I, I know. Yeah. Um, and then Eyebrows McGee, is he a living cartoon character? <laughs> That's my second question. His um, face is like made yeah. of Play-Doh and his eyebrows are so bushy. He's just yeah. got so many facial expressions and they love to shoot underneath of him. Yeah. So he's just like bearing down on the camera like that Santa Claus in the Christmas story. He kind of looks like the eyebrows guy from Dune with our obligatory Dune reference. The younger version guys. of it, yeah. The Adventures yeah, right? of uh, Turfer Herga. I think I've got it half right. Uh, yeah. Turfer, I, I think is his first name, yeah. His name in this is Paul, the boss. Doctor, Doctor Who? Who? Doctor Who he. <laughs> oh, I just have to say, we do Doctor have Who to say he, he, he passed. He, he just passed away. Um, Dean Stockwell. Who? Yeah. Dean Stock. Yeah. Honestly, I was walking in the park today and I told <laughs> Annie, Dean Stockwell died. And he was like, I was like from like Sorry. you know from Quantum Leap and Dune, and she's like, "Who's he?" And I'm like, "Doctor Who." Doctor Who. We went. We did the whole first Tom page. Uh, yeah. Hopefully, Dean Stockwell would have liked. I don't know, but he yeah, does. I was reading. He would have. He, he who He's, likes it. He seems really yeah. rad. Likes yeah. it. Um, yes. So, uh, Paul is his is um, Pierce Bronson's boss in this. Who I enjoy that actor too. I think he's like a lovable cartoon character um and 
Yeah. I don't know. Then, and then the Harry music. dramatically packs to leave, but he stays because like, what else is he going to do? He's, you know, in love with this woman and he's already yeah. the father of these children. And, you know, I just, I don't understand like, what is he actually going to do besides tell people to leave because, and they don't believe him already, but like what he can't stop the volcano from erupting. Well, I mean, this, try. Gets, this gets into a little bit of my dumber, but I guess the part we skipped is like, Harry tells people they should leave. They should at least have an alert out, I guess. And I was wondering, it was like, how did all this work before cell phones? But I guess there would, you would get a landline call or like a siren would go off or the television, I suppose, which is what we learned or later. A cop drives down the road and just <laughs> yells at people. To come to a meeting. Yeah. <laughs> but like, he wants to have an alert. They can't because there's a developer that's going to buy the ski resort, you know, and then uh, Paul comes in and just like totally throws Harry under the bus. And is like, no, don't worry about it. Um, it's fine. We're not going to go on opinions here. Um, and this tension that they create in the movie between Paul and Harry is so weird because maybe it's more realistic, but it's cinematically, it's so bizarre because like it should be, Annie was saying like, it should have been like Paul's boss or something because Paul sends Harry there. He sends him there. Harry doesn't even want to go to Dante's Peak because he's like, it's never going to erupt. It's just like, you know, in the middle of a strip mall. And then he goes there. He does the readings. He finds that there's something going on. And then all of a sudden, like we're meant to have Paul be the bad guy and all into politics. And he's like throwing Harry under the bus. And it's just so hard to understand, like, is Pierce Brosnan going by any kind of method? Like, is he doing a checklist and Harry is too, and they're coming up with different checks or is Pierce Brosnan just got a feeling in his soul or, you know what I mean? It's just hard to figure out what's actually happening. My guess, my gut is that uh, Paul, they were both going by checklists, but Pierce Brosnan sort of saw the checks happening at earlier and then before he got halfway through he got that gut feeling and was like it's going wrong it reminds me of this other one yes that's what i feel and it's the other one that's tied to his partner dying right Right. like that's why everybody's like you're just you you can just say lover his lover Um, (laughs) because she wasn't his wife right I think they were lovers, fiance, just having sex just too much lover. to even they plan were a wedding. Dedicated lovers. <laughs> Got it. Um, I have um, a comment about seeing the mayor in her other job as a diner waitress. Yeah, where she spills coffee, and I wrote that that was Chekhov's <laughs> coffee spill because it was like a it was like a precursor to a volcanic eruption um, mm. with everything sort of like oh, getting chaotic, all of a hot lava, hot coffee. Or a love eruption, you know. There was some love erupting. Speaking I, of that. I w- well, I, I will say that, and I think Nora pointed this out and I noticed it missing, but Pierce Brosnan makes a lot of sort of noises whenever he get, gets hurt. And it was like, she came from it. Like, uh, this is refreshing to see, you know, a action star that's getting injured and sort of crying out in pain. Like he shrieks when he gets hot coffee poured on him. Mm. Um, he did which, shriek, yeah, but that's did. why I wrote Chekhov's. That's what it was because it, it was like, it was a little dramatic. So yeah. Yeah. It's, how hot is her coffee? Um, it's hotter than that spring like, you went in. Being mayor of that town would seem like kind of a big deal. I don't, I'm not sure why she has to also work as a barista. Um, no, it's. But that town has so much tourism, it seems. Yeah. Why is it a part-time job to be the mayor and a part-time job to be a barista? 
Right. Uh, fun, and I'll pronounce it your way this time. The mayor of Berlin. I can't even do it now. <laughs> you're not Berlin. You're pronouncing mayor it the way no. Berlin. One does. <laughs> I, I literally can't see this sound. The mayor starts. of Baalum. <laughs> he he has a different job. He is not just the mayor. Or like, I think Dante's well, peak is bigger than Berlin. I don't know it's though. Less Berlin than twenty thousand. I think that's the, yeah. Mm. Yeah, most picturesque town under twenty thousand. Interesting. Interesting. So the next thing you should always do is take a romantic helicopter ride over the mountain and look inside the this guy the volcano this helicopter pilot. And then is, yeah, go ahead. Well, then the next notes I have are about Harry like doing magic tricks for his new children. Yeah, and I'm just like, what is his job? Like, what is this? What he does when he goes to any town? He like befriends the lady mayor and then. He like does like dumb magic tricks where he, it was like 20 minutes of improv pantomime. But that, but that object work, come <laughs> I on. Know, it was come like on. Good. I believe that that was there. You know, did, either I was... Of you, did either of you try in your seat to, to do that with like a little pretend? No, but like what he's doing, because no. as a kid, I remember watching it and being like, Pierce Brosnan is magic. Like, how is he doing that? But he's just moving the napkin with his fingers. Katie, don't ruin it. But is that true? <laughs> yes, you he's just moving the broken napkin. the rules of magic. You are never allowed in the magic castle now. It looks Katie. so good. Oh, yeah, the uh, magic great. Castle. Well, it looked really <laughs> Way good. Way to go. Fooled We're me. not associated with Katie. So uh, Bridget and I should still be allowed in. Uh, yes, thank geez. God. Great. You know how you're not supposed to talk about your exes like with your new partner. So the first thing he does once yeah. he gets a glass of wine is he starts talking about his dead lover and how she got killed by a volcano with the mayor and you know he said she loved volcanoes <laughs> she's just fascinated by them everything about them I'm like aren't you like you both are volcanologists i know i was i spent a lot of time thinking about that but this this also hits this like movie trope of like you know anybody special in your life no never got serious never never yeah once you know everybody's just like yes once and then they got to go into it it's because it's a big red flag if someone says yeah like 17 times <laughs> they all died right yeah totally. before that we had a lot of sex yeah. and you know nobody wants to people don't want to hear about those things. um let's see so have we gotten to the robot on the volcano yeah we're, that's like, we're, we're next now. to team geology just like they're just goofballs on top of that mountain trying to, and they're just, I mean, this isn't a rummer, rummer from a Hummer, but it's like the costume department's interpretation of geology outfits. I'm not saying these jumpsuits are not authentic. I don't know what, what's happening there, but I'm sure Pierce Brosnan's being like zipped down so low is yeah. not, not right. But like, they look just... like um the people from the inside of the Himalaya ride in Ocean City. Yes. You know what I mean, I just feel like they sourced, like it was like the beginning of the internet and they Googled, which wasn't there. Like, what does a geologist wear? And they're like, oh, zip away pants. Right. But enough <laughs> for your chest hair to pop out. Of. Oh yeah. A lot of chest hair to be popping out. The machine doesn't work, right? What is this? A seismometer? Seismometer? I don't know. It's the same it's thing got from like... Twister. It seems like Dorothy from Twister. It's like, I don't know. It's trying to measure. It's like a robot that goes in. And now, measures... should you kick something like that if it's not yes. working? How no, expensive is that? They, they said at some point it's like uh, $250,000 or something yeah. like that. It's, it's in the it. hundreds of thousands of dollars. And then apparently NASA put this elf thing on it 
which they they don't really explain why it's on it. No, or what it is. And then later, it just seems to to be a tracker, right? Like a beacon. Maybe the whole thing is on loan from NASA. And I don't know. It's it's strange. Um, Yeah. But then to get help. So like they call part of the issue with Dante's Peak, part of the town, the town should really be aware that apparently they just have one helicopter for anything. It's just one skeevy little helicopter pilot guy yeah. that can charge what he wants because like in this the, like the guy um uh what who will later be broken leg guy or and he's priest's son's guy like gets crushed by rocks and his leg is crushed and they got to get him out of there and it's like call search and rescue or a hospital like you shouldn't have to call this private helicopter right. guy that wants to renegotiate his rate like this is an emergency and you're in a town that's like has a volcano and mountains and like a ton of outdoorsy tourism like surely you have a helicopter yeah. it would have a hundred percent it would yeah totally it's, right. it's for rescues yeah so yellow suit guy you know does dumb things and he gets trapped under the rock slide that kind he of should have that's just such bad climbing right. protocol uh he deserved it right now in my um, notes i just have who is right <laughs> and i think this is when in the movie i started thinking about like wait is there a protocol like whose side am i on i was just like i was like being pulled back and forth between harry and paul of because i guess what harry sees up there he's like it's gonna blow any moment like I know what I saw up there. And then Paul's like, the readings are fine. And that's hard to, that's what's hard to tell with Pierce Bronson. Like all of his geologist friends are like, everything's normal. <laughs> so, well, and I tricky. think this, this is mine and probably all other like real geologist complaints is that you would have crazy readings for this. Like there's, there's not what he's seen on the mountain. You would be seen in your readings as well. You would get lots of warnings. Right. You may not yeah. know when it's going to blow, but you're getting these readings. Crazy As a viewer, readings. that was hard to see. It's like they fly over. It's like, nope, nothing happening. Everything is fine. Everything besides these dead squirrels and everything else you're seeing on the surface <laughs> is fine. It's just like, what? Acid like, in the lake. Yeah, you know? right. It was. It's. It is confusing. That's when I wrote. It's 40 minutes of them saying nothing will happen, but wait, it may happen. And that's that's the majority of the movie, I would say, in my opinion. Well, I'm just and it, talking it's right. A, it's the ultimate will they, won't they, uh, with a volcano <laughs> and a bunch of nerds. <laughs> so we we get everyone in sort of this meeting, and it, it they actually do go on alert. Yeah. We're there now, and yeah. of course, only this... after the group is gonna leave, they're like, "I gave you a week." we're out of here. And it's like, there's still two dead people in the mountain that died right. of a hot spring. And like, you should figure and it out. Like billions of squirrels, apparently. Yeah. Like this is a thing. Um, so anyway, yeah. So now, now they get everybody together for a meeting because shit hits the fan, right? Immediately. Uh, well, because the what? water, because of the water turning right. brown. Yeah. You mean the iced coffee water? Yeah. <laughs> this is where- mayor put it in. It looks did like you guys coffee. get a real, did you guys get really confused at this point of like, what is day and what is night? Cause like it's night when they come up with the water and the, in the mud. The that's, Wait, exactly. the what? Yeah. Well, when it's that brown, bit, it's called water. It's water. <laughs> it, this is mud, mud water. Water. Yeah. And so it's mud pouring from the faucet. Then instead of alerting anyone else, they take a field trip to the like water treatment plant or whatever it is. Right. And then it's brown there. And so then Harry goes to Paul's room, busts down the door and it's still night and they try to call the national guard. So then Paul's on Harry's side. Like everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Definitely this volcano is going to erupt. Right. Could be right now or could be tomorrow. Now, and so 
Well, they call the National Guard and they're like, they can't be here till tomorrow. But then it looks like it is tomorrow because then it's light out again. It's they, hard to know how well, much maybe time it's has passed. early on in the day tomorrow. Yeah, it's early on in the day when, and that's when they announce, "Hey, we're going to have a meeting at six p.m. tonight," <laughs> um, rather if than just being like, "Get, get the out f out." Yeah. Exactly. Get why out of here. does the water turn muddy? If they what what it, why is that an indication that a volcano is going to erupt? It's I think because of the carbon dioxide getting pushed into the roots in, and into the yeah. ground groundwater. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. There's probably a more technical say, term, but yeah. he like smells it. And Harry's like, it's just like before because <laughs> he's Australian. Um, but he's like, it's he's saying, I guess he's saying like, this smells like it did, you know, at the other volcano. In Ecuador, <laughs> like, I mean, it was somewhere in oh, Colombia, I think. Yeah, yeah, there you go. After uh, the panic, people running and people getting trampled and people like that one geology nerd going like this is not good um <laughs> there's like this series of like just really melodramatic camera angles of linda hamilton with the volcano in the background where she's like looking yeah. at the car window but it's like mirroring the volcano and there i just i'm just imagining the direction on these scenes where they're like look constipated panicked um and then she's just it, it's just so I know it's high, very high stakes. Like, obviously I, I think a volcano eruption is a fear that again, I didn't know I really had <laughs> until now, but it's just so dramatic. It's so melodramatic. And then of course we find out that the town is made out of paper, right? Um, paper mache. Yeah. Literally this, whatever earthquake is, is going on is just completely collapsing every single building in town they built a freeway out of notebook paper and then why it does this shit town have a like two a freeway bridge entrance? freeway yeah <laughs> it's the only it's way like in a, and out it's like a three ramp freeway coming into this town there's two ways in and out one is the freeway and one is the old timey bridge <laughs> oh yeah which we we learn later. Yeah, I just wrote the freeway collapses. Why? How? What? And then Harry just starts his series of driving like a maniac. Um, yeah. So he drives. You know, he sees that the um, the bridge is packed. And I should say, like, this is an intense like evacuation scenes are also this like disaster movie yeah. trope and real disasters. I mean, like, I don't know. It can be a little triggering, I think. But like, it reminds me of Deep Impact as well. It's like now after the stampede in the gym, which was way too packed at the beginning, by the yeah, way. Too many like people. everybody just like there my was college not, graduation. I know yeah probably it actually looked just like that. I don't Hamilton know if it was COVID or what, but I was like, there are too too many. Like I actually forgot what had happened and I was like, yeah. there's gonna be a stampede. Like this is nuts. Um so he assesses because the bridge is backed up. He just tears through the forest he has no idea where he's going i mean he was more likely to run into a tree frankly and just just jumps puts his puts his jeep or truck into the river and the only reason that they actually get out are these other poor cars that follow him there which makes sense why they would follow him because he's like the geology you know like let's follow him. they don't know it's just yeah it looks like an option 
exactly so he has the exhaust which is the only reason he can make it across but those other cars can't and then like we're meant to cheer for the fact that these poor other cars slam into them and they get out of there when those other cars like those people are dead like those other cars well why do they goners. stay in their cars for so long those people could have like just get gotten out. out and just walked back to the edge of the shore maybe they do eventually maybe that's why it's not so sad that's pretty sad. Yeah. And they leave them there because they're like, well, because their car is almost yeah. all the way full of water. And then, yeah, I, I guess. Okay. So I didn't fully understand. So it, he has that upside, upside, yeah. outside exhaust. Snorkel. Now, is that the only thing that makes his vehicle like aquaphobic? What is it called? Like chitty chitty bang bang. <laughs> like it's like chitty chitty bang bang bangified. Like it's like those like ride the ducks. Isn't that the one in Baltimore? Yeah. Yes. But that's what seals. it is. It's like the. I think it's the reason that your car stops underwater is because the muffler, the exhaust gets full of water and otherwise I guess the electric would get messed up though. Right. This old car wouldn't have it. I think it was a 1986 GMC Suburban. Oh, you think? Uh, look at you details. <laughs> I'm not sure on the year. I, I, I know it's a, I know. I, you know, I um, think it might have. Um, I don't even remember what color a pretty it was. sweet tape player in there. Um, I think yeah. it was blue. Was it? God, I don't I know. It was like a truck or it was a red. Jeep. Oh, it was red. red. You're right. It yeah, was red. It was 100% red. That, oh, that I do know. Well, um, but no, I, I don't get for the story why they should have gotten stuck here. Like they should have just made it through. I know. I, I just, I guess it was just to show more effects. Cause I mean, the special effects are pretty good. And I was reading that like a lot of the special effects were practical where they just built models of stuff. Yeah. And just blew it up. Well, they, I was they built pretty models. impressed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was, I was very impressed, but yeah, water were rushing, there was a lot of water rushing that I was very impressed by. Yeah. Um, but the kids have stolen the car and they're driving to grandma's. How does, how does Kirkland <laughs> Joseph Gordon Levitt even know how to drive a car? Jealous that he knows how to drive stick. He like, sure doesn't what? know how a phone works. It's like just <laughs> rigged. It is like, hello, hello. Uh, oh. I know. <laughs> Grandma sounds like a beep thing. now. I know. He just, it's like no answer. He picks up hello. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Um, yeah. So he's like kind of dry. I mean, these kids would just be dead. Like. Yeah. I mean, driving up there in the best of circumstances, uh, so dead. he can't even reach the so clutch. Dead. So dead. Um, and they're just driving through ash and lava and rocks and it's wild. I, I have a note that Pierce Brosnan and Linda Hamilton should have just decided to start a new life there. It's like, they're <laughs> goners. Let's just leave now. Um, we'll we'll start it, fresh. It um, is like just bananas how much Linda Hamilton is keeping it together as she's driving up. She's like, God, this is treacherous man can you believe they made it it's like they didn't man like your kids are gone i know like, there's no way they made it they like, should all have been, been dead losing it so oh, many times yeah. so many times and i'm just more upset than anything of course about that dog who oh my has God. to be a part of this story in the first place oh man i was so so that I, helicopter crash that did upset me too. I was reading <laughs> that the trivia, bouncy helicopter, that really bouncy helicopter that was that like helicopter <laughs> crashes. And then like it crashes in a way that there would be no, like, there's just no way anything survived in that helicopter. It crashes and it explodes. And Harry calls 911. I don't know. He calls somebody. And he's like, yeah, the helicopter crashed. It's send fire and rescue. It's like, 
in this town, like every single person is on They're fire up in this the town. Mount- yeah, it's- it was I an know. insane thing. To I did do. not understand that at all. There's no fire and rescue. It didn't make. They've any all sense. fallen off the freeway and if there are absolutely don't send them to a no survivor helicopter crash <laughs> up the mountain it, like, it bounced four times and then exploded into a dynamite factory <laughs> you gotta get someone out of there oh my gosh um so grandma's we, oh, i was just gonna say grandma's at her house getting nostalgic for photos um while they're trying packing. to packing why are they letting packing. her pack anything i know oh my hot magma pours through the back door of her house yes <laughs> sneaky lava so, just fire like could what i was reading i mean we'll get into it so then they is this then when they jump in the car no they jump the boat of course then they yeah. jump in the boat my notes are like this i'm not gonna i won't say everything but i'm like oh, okay so they climb in a tiny boat and then i'm like oh so they do this i'm like what is happening? And then I'm like, why? I get it. I get they're in fight or flight or whatever, but yeah, certainly. Boy, boy. Certainly in flight. Yeah. Um, this is where I have like dog died F off because I forgot I was reading the trivia about this and I, and they said there was what kind of dog it was. And now it was like half wolf or something and like the actor dog. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I have to visit. I know I have to visit the does the dog die website because I was like, I can't remember it. I'm not gonna be able to handle it. So when this I, happens, aww. did you what remember Nora, though? What Nora asked me, like, this dog doesn't die. And I was like, no. And then halfway through the movie, I was like, oh, sh- shit. Does this dog yeah. die in here? <laughs> like, well, then I really will get stabbed with a fork. I know. Uh, and, well, and I kind of yeah. remember that they at least didn't make a big deal about it. But I was like, that's the saddest thing ever that this dog got left on that island. And then, like, even when they get him back, I couldn't even handle it. I had to, like, I hold Louie. <laughs> It was just it was rough, very upsetting man. to me. Although, the idea that you could you only have one swipe at your dog and like <laughs> Louie would not jump into the back of that truck at no. all. You have to get Although out. I was laughing when it happened because it was like for sure that was just some random wolf and it wasn't really their dog and it just started attacking them. <laughs> it's not him, it's not him. <laughs> that would be amazing. Right. That would be awesome. But we don't want to skip, we don't want to skip over the boat ride. No, so so they're in a like a horror boat ride. It's Willy Wonka and the chocolate factory tunnel of doom. Yeah. Because they're in an acid lake and it's melting the boat. The lake is acid, and yeah, this Graham looks over and sees Graham Joseph Gordon Levitt Graham, not Graham Graham, which is confusing. They shouldn't don't name a kid Graham. We'll just call it Ruth. Ruth. But like Freaking movies, rude. call her like, grandmama. grandmama, grandmama, grandmama. Yeah. So he looks over and he sees these dead fish. And then we know it's like the acid is like eating. I never understood this as a kid. Like the acid's eating the boat enough to leak in it, but there's still a float. No, just hard to figure out how, um, how insane this acid is. Well, I'll tell you how insane it is. <laughs> So insane that you sing rounds of row, row, row your boat. Rounds. Rounds. (laughs) Like you're in sixth grade chorus. And you keep the motor on the lowest setting possible. You don't want to go too fast. Yeah. And then, so then the, uh, the propeller, um, of the motor, I guess just burns off. And so the propeller. Yeah, exactly. Not the rest of all the metal. Right. All of it. So Pierce Bronson, and then you get like a shit, like it's like, oh no, like this geologist thinks they're gonna die in this lake. So Pierce Broston is rowing, or actually, I guess it was at this point with no propeller in the middle of the lake. And Annie has who has never seen this movie turns to me and she's like, Gosh, I actually don't know how they're gonna get out of this one. And I'm like, 
I know. <laughs> She's like, do you know? I'm like, oh, I know. Because <laughs> well, like, I think if you'll ask anybody, this is the no, scene No, they should be movie. dead. They should have I all know. been dead a hundred times. When that kid even started that car and he started driving, they would have oh, yeah. crashed and died. Yep. They're all dead. Um, so, <laughs> so Pierce but what, what saves them? Pierce Brosnan wraps his shirt around it and he's, he's making really good time. Oh man. yeah. Like if only one other person decided to paddle. Anybody else, they all have clothes. Everybody else paddle. They're going to do it. And How then does like your shirt protect you from acid water when it's <sighs> melting metal. I mean, that's doesn't. a follow up. I feel like his hands in trouble. Not um, as bad as Grandmama, who <laughs> leaps off the boat. So Grandmama leaps off in the famous Dante's Peak Grandma sec- self-sacrificing scene. But like they had enough glide that like they, they were gonna make made it. it. She literally slows them down by yeah. jumping off. Yeah, and like then she's just hobbling. The boat comes to a stop because she's ruined the momentum, and then she kind of drags them not really she just she has like one hand and then she just keeps walking oh god who knew that this was gonna be a bad oh Oh my gosh oh my gosh but it's it's don't blame the volcano this isn't his fault (laughs) yeah that's exactly what she's doing she's covering up for the volcano um but it's frustrating because as a kid i remember watching it and being like oh my god what a sacrifice and they never would have made it and i rewatched it and i'm like they absolutely, yeah. by whatever is happening in this movie, the rules, they would have made it. It's kind she of- She made it worse. She yeah. did make it worse. So then it's the next day, right? How, okay, so in, in typical volcano jumps. fashion, does it normally ash first and then sort of lava? Because they're still waiting for the rest of the lava. It was I'm almost so like confused. it was like a burp before throwing right. up. Well, I mean, they're oh, combining like a lot of stuff. <laughs> yes. And different types of volcanoes into this. This should be a stratovolcano, which explodes with a lot of force. Um, The most destructive thing is that sort of um, ash cloud that comes out. It also has a lot of poisonous gas. That's that's what kills people. Uh, Um, You can't breathe. I mean, and yeah, and it knocks everything down. Right. And I think that is like an unrealistic part of them being so close to the like eruption center Mm. and like it's snowing on them. They were also saying like, I guess they use newspaper right in this newspaper clippings to simulate the ash. But Mm. in real life, it, it looked when I was reading about it, it saying like, it looks like fluffy little snow, but it's, it's really heavy and dense and like, Mm. you can't breathe. Like I think it's all over all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, also, with this type of volcano, you wouldn't have like big lava flows because that's right. why it creates this way because it doesn't flow anywhere. It just hardens on top and then it blows out again. Oh. Hardens on top, blows out again. You like know. Mount St. Helens, right? Exactly. I think that's yep. what happened mm-hmm. there. Yep. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so now they're like, I guess, in their car. I mean, speaking of dumb, like he, they're in their car. He sees like a, not even cooled lava, right? Are we at this point? Yeah. Uh, uh, wait a oh, second. Oh, I guess we're well, also, yeah, he we're... High, he hot wires the truck. Wait a second. Hot wires the truck. No, first, first we have to see that that eyebrows McGee dies. I know. And this just ends. Which... Does he die? Yes. Yeah, like, yep. I mean, but in this movie, like he just gets washed away into this river. You but saw the like... look on his face. I saw the look on his face. I know, but like, where he's like, I'm going to die. 
see you, Paul. And I'm like, if only go get him. Not see you down river, Paul. He got like the bridge collapsed. It sucked him down. He drowned. I just fully re- expected him to be like a wet, wet sopping mess on the highway out. Me like, thanks, guys. First <laughs> round's on me. I don't <laughs> totally. think so. All no, right. he's dead. Fine, yeah. he's dead. Okay, then he ha- he tries to drive across a hot lava. Terrible whatever. idea. Like terrible idea. Like, I was but, reading too, like lava like this. I've actually, so I went to, did you ever go to Picaya, Phil, in, in near Antigua and Guatemala? They have that active volcano. You can go and roast marshmallows. No. Uh. Super fun. <laughs> so what I did, so we hiked down and like, you need to be careful not to stand in the same spot for too long because it's hot and you can see the lava underneath. It's fire and you just like roast your marshmallow. And huh. if you get anywhere close, the marshmallow just kept on fire. Like you don't have to dip it in the lava. Yeah. And that's what I was reading about this is like, you get close enough, it's just anything will burst into flame. So this car would just have ignited. Yeah. Like you can't just drive through, like lava's hotter than fire, you know? No, it's and it like, melts rubber immediately. Yeah, totally. To start. It's melted rock. I mean, just think yeah. about that. Yeah. yeah. But then, yeah, sure. yeah, but then like he can he continue to drive in that car, even though, yeah, they're because they're, they're kind of like, You're, we're on fire. Like, it had super bit. rims. Yeah. Yeah. And then they're, they of course get across eventually. And Linda Hamilton says eight years, eight years it took to put this town back together. And I was like, eight years. That's it. <laughs> Since the last vol- devastating volcano <laughs> where everyone like, died. What? Like <laughs> since when? And what happened? And like eight years is like the quickest to do anything. In if a it town looked like that, like nothing happened. <laughs> oh my gosh. So the volcano erupts. Oh, first Harry goes and steals the thing from the seismometer or whatever it's called. Seismometer. The elf. The volcano erupts. The town is decimated. And my note is, how does this broke-ass truck keep going? I don't understand. And then then I like blinked and then they were inside the mine shaft. Yeah, they just drive right through it and just dead end in the mine shaft. And now we're in Goonies, just under Astoria. Um, and this, this is one's of my, course- this one's my dream. <laughs> so we're in Graham's hide. This is Chekhov's hideout. So we're in Graham's hideout and he has sodas for people. I thought it was just very cute that he was like, all of a sudden, like just entertaining. It's like, I got sodas in the back. You want a magazine? You want a magazine? You want a porn? We've got tons of porn. That's all we do is here. Look at porn. So That's porn. what they were doing. That <laughs> yeah, is, 100%. Yeah. Um, but this is when I totally, and this is where I've just forgot this. Like I kind of remembered everything else about this movie. And then I was like, oh, I have no idea how this ends. And so then Harry has, Harry has forgotten Elf in the truck. So he goes back to get it. I mean, this movie is just, I can't believe there's not a ride in Disney world. that's called Dante's Peak. Cause it yeah. is just one same, horrific same. disaster scene after another. So then he goes back to the truck, tries to get Elf and is just crushed in this just oh, intense. Yeah. Whew way um where does the family go i missed this part well the family stays in grand's pornhole yeah <laughs> comfortable i guess they're just there so the family's okay like i mean i guess like we don't really know i suppose but they're yeah. separated um they're in like a bigger more cavernous area at least yeah um looking at porn in a cavernous area and then <laughs> harry kicks elf until it blinks on and is crushed and then we fast forward to a couple days later in yeah, they say in... they say like two days later. <laughs> no, yes. it's, oh, it's it's the how long has this light been on 
And he's like, oh, one or two days, you know, I just didn't think I needed to tell anyone. And, oh and my he's gosh. like, yeah, it's like, thank you, NASA. God. Yeah. yeah. I mean, two days, like who knows if they're alive in two days and Harry, like he's trapped. Like he, oh my gosh. And, and not until like, first of all, this part of the movie is descent. Like there's a movie to be made about the two days that happened, which is a totally different tone where they talked and, about like who they're going to eat first. Oh yes. Yeah. There was a yes. third kid and they just ate yeah. that. <laughs> Harry's bone. I mean, I, this oh, is my I bummer know. of all bummers in movies is when they show bones booking out. It's like, I know that happens. I don't need to see it ever. Like how no is this PG 13 and yet? Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good point. Cause that's porn and bones. Porn and bones is the only thing that's happening in this cave. Uh, <laughs> and so they go to get them and the whole town is there. Everyone's totally stoked, even though their whole town is destroyed. Uh, and they pull the, they pull out Harry first, who after two days crushed in a truck with a broken arm, just kind of comes out with a sling and is running around. I'm cool. Tanned. Yeah. Also, it would well, have taken ash. them like another four days to get to him. Right. Yes. Um, and then I guess the other groups didn't, no one knows who's alive or not. And so yeah. then, you know, the kids prayed out with Linda Hamilton and they're reunited. But he finds out father. Paul died. So that's a bummer. But then, you know, there's a helicopter ride. So that's great. <laughs> kind of ends like Jurassic Park. It's like, and we never should have been there. What's going to happen place. to all these people that. <sighs> I am glad because it, it was a little too cheery. So they're all, now they are going to go fishing in Florida. It was, was like, way cheery at the end. That girl with her big teeth is just yeah. Like, <laughs> it was gonna go fishing. <laughs> now it's all happy. They not do... you. It's just me and Linda Hamilton. I <laughs> yeah, should have mentioned that part. Totally. Then they fly away, and they do. The music turns a little ominous at the end. Yeah, kind of. Thank goodness, because I was like, you can't just pretend. Like, I mean, I read yeah. that Mount St. Helens, fifty-seven people died, and I was like, I wonder how many people died in Dante's Peak. I mean. I feel like we saw thousands of people die. I think a lot. Like thousands, right? Yeah, a lot. They people couldn't get out. Yeah. Like they yeah. Were a lot. A so lot. Real, lot. real yeah. rough. Um, I will say something that I like. I mean, like, so Harry and Lyndall Hamilton, I guess, end up together, but I liked that they didn't play it mm. from maybe, maybe not. From the beginning, I like I don't think that, they last. <laughs> maybe they know. don't last. I think but she's I, real particular and he's like real sloppy and I liked, <laughs> He does too many. All he does is push-ups. He does push-ups. He doesn't That's keep true. a clean house. Off to the next volcano. She probably He's doesn't constantly love staring enough. at rocks. And it she's would just like, be awkward because he thinking? loves volcanoes and all volcanoes take in everything from that would be a tricky, a tricky threesome. Yeah. 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 But I liked that um from the beginning of the movie or when they meet, like Linda Hamilton is pretty clear. Like we don't have to go through this tension of like she hates them, but they're gonna screw you know what i mean right uh, yeah. like they're both kind of interested and that's kind of fun Ugh, okay. i just think okay. it's gross i'm not into <laughs> it either of them i mean he's i i've i've never been a linda hamilton i think she's a interesting she's fine i don't have I anything really against her, her but she she never does it for me does it for you well, i really liked her in this film ruining my graduation i just she doesn't do anything for me either now well, pierce brosnan you know He's one of the handsomest mans, kind of yeah. like a Rupert Everett. <laughs> what did you say? He's one of the handsomest mans, handsomest mans. I did and, say uh, like that. What was the yes. Eurovision movie? That oh, is yeah. my like dream Eurovision. goal to like craft oh, my oh, like grain beard into that. Yeah, he's still very handsome. He's yeah. aged very well. 
I thought he was just the most handsome James Bond. <clears throat> Do you want to have a moment, Katie, to be alone with your thoughts about? <laughs> I guess I love it. Chris Bronson. Oh man. Uh, did you guys know this is a fun fact I was hoping to deliver at the beginning, but I didn't. That my couchmate shared with me is that the same director of this movie did Cocktail. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think we talked about that during Cocktail. We were like, Dante speaks a good movie. What happened? cocktail and i did had no context for that and now i have right. du- now i have double context a double context just, yeah all right well, dante's peak yeah dante's peak any other questions we didn't answer throughout um i have one and from nora l she asked why do people like this type of movie like disaster movies um she she hates them i'd sort of didn't mean to but i tricked her into watching this she was going to bow out for the first time and not watch the movie but she watched it and she just she was stressed all night she doesn't get like i got no joy from this type of movie i got a message from from you via her uh that was (laughs) yeah yeah i will not be able to answer that question I think I already did where like, I just, as a kid, I don't know. It just seemed like it disasters helped, helped like um, bring perspective of like, oh my gosh, that assignment that's due tomorrow, not important. That fight I'm having with that person, not important. Like we all just need to get out of here. So it's just like unifying. But again, I've been disillusioned with that in real life, but I can still indulge in that in a disaster movie. But none of these people in this movie like tried to help each other. And Pierce Brosnan was the worst of all of it because he was like, all I care about is my new wife and my new kids. (laughs) (laughs) And them. And so-so. And maybe my mother-in-law-in-law who's awful. Yeah, I mean, this movie is maybe more realistically how it would happen. Yeah, he doesn't care at all about it. I did. He tried, I guess, to tell people, but I think it was more self-serving because he wanted to be a hero. I fully agree. I don't disagree with that. The itch that it scratches for me, not Pierce Brosnan, but with Paul is like, he was wrong. And then he's like, for what it's right, what it's worth, you were right. Now we're all on the same team, like trying to get out of here. And what happened to him? I know, I'm not saying. (laughs) Swept away. Oh my gosh. Just saying. All right, let's do it. We're singing it like row, row, row your boat. Hummers, 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 hummers. Oh my gosh, we should work on that. That'd be fun. Yeah, we almost had it. Almost. Well, do we want to start with dumbers? What? Sure. What's dumbing you? Yeah, you do. Um, I mean, I can, I can start with, um, this is Annie's call out of a dumber, I suppose, where, um, where Pierce Brosnan Brosnan is, uh, lowering the crutches guy before the crutches into the volcano hole. Um, the guy has a harness and he's has like a carabiner attached to the back, but Pierce Brosnan has no belay device or anything. And he just has a rope behind his back. Which is basically just being lassoed to a bull. It's just like this is nope, this is not gonna work. And then even like when he's rappelling down, he's rappelling down like it's a rope in gym class. Like he's just he's not attached to that rope, which is a terrible plan. So that's my dumber. Uh my dumber will be so they have this shot of this dam that's not a model. Um, and they just show it where the water gets a little bit full and then the dam just completely collapse. And that's just not how dams work. Yeah. Um, right. Oh, well, see, I was very, I was very into that damn scene. 
Now, if if for some reason they imply that like the earthquake, you know, uh, yeah. hit it, but it's water running over it eventually could, but yeah. And I've had to see like a lot of videos of dams collapsing and that sort of thing in my geology uh, undergrad <laughs> degree. You just um, watched video after video of dams just, collapsing. Yeah. <laughs> I had a course on dams. Um, <laughs> for all you guys that think this is rocks for jocks, drink this yeah. out. Yeah. Try good. Jam- Try good. It's just dams 403. <laughs> uh, but no, it's just, it's not how it works uh, that once it gets a little bit fuller, they just completely bug out <laughs> that and would collapse. Be a bummer. Yeah. That'd be a hard. Well, if it's made of paper dam. mache, like that's true. That's, true. that's true. Yeah. I think there's a few many dumb things in this movie, but I guess I'm gonna go with like when when people were panicking and everybody was trying to leave the town, and there was like there was all these people like walking on the bridge next to the cars, but none of them tried to like get in a car. Like they, nobody was like, let me in your car. Let yeah. me ride with you. I was, like, were they yeah. going to walk out of town and how fast were they going to go? I was thinking that? about that though, of like, would I try to brave the traffic or would I just run? Can I don't you know. Run a volcano? Nope. You cannot. The well, you pyroclastic vol- cloud is just, it goes so, I forget how fast it actually goes, like 100 miles an hour or something. But like I that. don't think it's any crazy. of those people made that either. But I think the name no, of the I game think is they like, all died. Right. But at that point, you're not trying to outrun the cloud. You're just trying to like get out of town fast enough before anything happens. You know right? who lives? It's like- <laughs> Maybe the people that crossed the freeway before it collapsed. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. And Pierce Brosnan. It's just they shouldn't have built that three ramp freeway in the middle of the mountains. That sounded like a president. Yeah. A federal project. You know, that's kind of what um, happened in or whatever. I'm going to get this wrong. But in Barrio Logan, like the um, the freeway over to um, Coronado. Yeah. It has like an extra turn in it because of federal funding. Like it had to be so long, like it had to be a certain length. So they kind of put in this extra thing or that's what I had heard. Oh, that's why it's curved and not just straight. Yes. Or yeah, there's like extra length to it. Um, So I don't know. Look into it. This is what I was told. Um, All right. By one Adrian G. Uh, (laughs) But but maybe that's what happened to Dante's Peak. They're like, hey, we need like, you know, a path uh built here and they're like how about a three-way highway yeah. you can get it if it's a three-lane highway because that's how you'll get Linda Hamilton funding. was like sold let's do it <laughs> yeah exactly I gotta get second place in this like <laughs> all right um so bummers I I mean there again a lot of bummers. Oh, wait yeah bummers we're on bummers right not yeah bummers. yeah mm-hmm. I think just basically like that these children, the the two, their lives are just completely ruined. Um, Not only did they like witness dead people floating upside down, all those dead squirrels, their grandmother dying, like just like dying. Like first she lived and she was in pain and then she died. I forgot about that. Yeah, Um, My memory was her dying right out on the And like we already said, like the volcano is extremely upsetting, (laughs) but all of those things and like just how fucked the rest of their lives are yeah Yeah. like it's nothing therapy it's not good not i don't even know if therapy will help i i believe in therapy but boy i don't think there's enough for that (laughs) yeah it was a lot of different things yeah um my bummer is gonna be the um hummers and i i mean that is in humvees (laughs) at the end yeah um 
so it's when the last of the geology team the the crew is getting out and paul for some reason gets in their like van and not in one of these right and then the the humvees are like no we're gonna go first you you take up the rear right and they're just constantly like bouncing him backwards and they they screw him so many times yeah um and it's just like be helpful humvees that was the question i did have is like why did they even have to take the van they didn't yeah it's like he died for nothing yeah totally was it the the robots dead on top of the mountain somewhere yeah they never retrieved that that. there was no there was no reason um it was stupid. Yeah. So it was very stupid. Well, my bummer, um, I think this is supposed to be charming and it, it's right before the shit really hits the fan. But um, when, you know, it's, I guess it's before what would be, would have been a sex scene where uh, Linda Hamilton's all nervous and they're back at the house and she's like, um, I, 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 coffee, coffee. I think I'll make some coffee. And he's like, I don't want any coffee. I don't, you know, and she's like, no, I think I'll make some coffee. And then he says, um, I don't want you to take this the wrong way but I've never really cared for your coffee. And I'd be like, I would be so offended. Like he, she's made him coffee like every day for weeks. Um, Has it been that long? Kind of, I think so. Oh, wow. Because that guy gets in the hospital and now he's out and he's on crutches. Like it's a long time, but I would be, that wouldn't mean, that wouldn't be charming to me. I'd be like, uh, what'd you tell me? And I think I make good coffee. Anyway. <laughs> she focuses a lot on cappuccinos and all the fancier stuff, whereas she he's does. very much just a black coffee kind of guy. But she also owns a coffee shop. You would think yeah. she would want to be known to make good coffee. So Agreed. that's my bummer. Yeah. And then he gives her a passionate kiss on the forehead. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Their relationship skeeves me out. Yeah. Yeah. They're both just um, like, I haven't done this in a while. Like, oh, it's a, it's very so uncomfortable. Is this, is this where we kiss? I, is this I, where we get on forehead? On for, oh, forehead? Man. Passion? Um, I'll slide right into my Hummer, which is similar, where I am glad, like Linda Hamilton, I think she says it at one time. She's the mayor. She has two kids, no partner. And she also runs her own business, which is a coffee shop. And my Hummer is, is that at least her house is right at her business. Like at least that commute is oh, yeah. pretty quick. Cause it's like, I don't know how she's going to make it across town to open the shop in time and then get to a meeting. So I was just happy for her that it was all in one place. <laughs> I think my Hummer will be just the fact that they were having pioneer days and it looked kind of fun <laughs> yeah. um, for a yeah. little bit. Like, mm-hmm. you know, they had like rides and games and all those like that like neighborhood bar that everybody was hanging in where they just yeah. need a drink before you order it. Um, definitely like bushy eyebrows. McGee like had a drink in his hand before he even said, I'd like a drink. So, you know, like I'd like to be at pioneer days. Looks fun. I don't know that they had clowns and balloons when there were pioneers that living there, but looked like fun. Uh, my Hummer is, is going to be a little bit strange because it's mm. it's the person that you just love to hate, and that is Grandmama Ruth. Um, <laughs> just everything about her from the yeah. way she lived to the way she died just infuriated <laughs> On top me. of a volcano. <laughs> yeah, that was never going to hurt her. Um, that she just hung up on her her whole family and then is like, no, I'm not answering the phone. I'm, I'm 
Oh my god! Screw it! And And she, go go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, even when they get there, and the lava is coming through her living room, and they get there, and she's like, "I didn't ask for this. Just take the kids and go." It's like, what are you going to do? There's no road, you big old bee. Which that's that is where I I did was a big fan of Linda Hamilton. She sold that line like, yeah, just the anger that poured out of her is like we're only up here because of you and the road is out and we're all going to yeah, die, which they totally, would have. So yeah. Totally. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. She's a charming woman. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I guess it's outfit time. Oh yeah. Um, I can, we'll, we'll, we'll bridge it. I, I can talk uh, about your outfit, um, which Coincidentally is a, I mean, I can tell you like it a lot because you have the, the pioneer hat on that, like uh, yeah. triangle pioneer, pioneer hat, which is so lovely. And then a t-shirt um, that just has this big red button that says uh, volcano alert on it. And then in fine print underneath just says, do not press unless on fire, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty much Paul's attitude yeah. <laughs> about when to do that alert. Totally. Um, thank you for noticing, mm-hmm. um, Philip, I like that you're wearing, a, um, I think it's called a bumper or a flipper. It's like one of those things those, about either those little girls wear on like a pageant, uh, that makes your teeth nice and big and white. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh yeah. Flipper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. A flipper. Uh, yeah. it looks great. I've never heard of that. Even though I wear it, I just <laughs> never did. Yeah, I don't know how you found it. Yeah. Because their teeth are like maybe coming in or out. Yeah. Well, I so. think that's what the um childlike empress and the neverending story had. Yeah. yeah. Flipper. <laughs> and so uh yeah, I think that looks really nice. And then I like your jumpsuit um with it completely zipped all the way down mm-hmm. with a, a t-shirt underneath that says knock knock, who's there? Magma, magma who? <laughs> and then it says mag my my gima died in an acid lake <laughs> my gama my gama my gama my gima it reads well it reads it really reads. well i totally I know what it says when i read it, it yeah, yeah, out yeah. loud but i i think it reads really I could, well i know what it is by looking because it's my my gima my gima yeah mm-hmm. my <laughs> it's my favorite Genre of joke was his dark volcano jokes. <laughs> um, Katie, mm-hmm. uh, first of all, I like your, you know, trucker hat that you're wearing. And, you know, I shout out to old school rap. It says, can I kick it? And then it has a little picture of Elf. Oh, and God. then it says, yeah, no, you can't. It doesn't help. Yes. Um, and then your shirt is one of my favorite geology jokes. Mm. Um, it just says, reunite Gondwana land. Um, oh, it's, it was another Pangea and it's, oh, I love it's it. an old school. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bring what, bring the band back together. And it's, it's a very much it. like obscure, like geology, like bumper sticker that hardcore geologists will have on their cars. And Say, it's we'll like, joke oh. the word one more time. It just says like reunite Gondwana land, you know, like Gondwana people, land, Gondwana land. Gondwana yeah. land. And people think, Oh, this is some like, African country yeah. that's been right. separated that we need to have like a live oh, aid for. And it's nice. no, it's just 
Well, jokes on me because I bought that shirt and I didn't even know what it meant. You so I'm so you glad were, I didn't even know. The I was, cause. So glad yeah. I wore it today. You know. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Dun, dun, dun. It's about that time. Um, dun, dun, is it for real? <laughs> oh man, this is this is kind of interesting because I think I know which way some of you are leaning. <laughs> I don't know how everybody's going to vote in. So um, I picked it. So I'll start. Um, I'm going to say that this movie is for real. I feel like it, it, I don't know. It was a fun rewatch. I, I guess I've already explained why I like disaster movies. And this one is like the disaster of disaster movies. Like Phil said, like the problem with it, as far as the like unrealisticness, I suppose, is that it's just too much happening in one volcano eruption. They just went through the list and they put everything on one volcano eruption, but I don't know. I just like, like Dante's Peak as a town. I like Linda Hamilton enough as a protagonist. <laughs> enough. <laughs> That's on the back of your shirt. I like little Linda Hamilton enough. I'm, well, I I find her, I guess I like in general, I'm kind of with you. It's like, she doesn't necessarily do it for me, but I did like her in this movie. And I really like Pierce Brosnan. Um, I will say that like, again, I'm so disillusioned with how the human race acts with any kind of disaster and i'm so down about climate change and i will say that some of this movie i think would be really triggering for living through um certain disasters that like are very prominent in our society so like i think i would put a trigger warning on this movie where that wouldn't have occurred to me but watching with annie she was like yeah this like kind of reminds me of this footage i saw of this and this and i'm like oh god um so that that is a bummer about it so that would be my like update on it but um nevertheless i i think it really holds if disaster movies are for real i think this movie is for real Mm. well i I can say that i firmly believe this movie is not for real (laughs) (laughs) i do understand what you're saying about disaster movies as a genre and i do think like if you want to watch some like really kind of like I don't even it's not scary I don't know how to describe yeah. it it's just but it's it's so cartoonish to me it's mm-hmm. like so over the top I don't be, I don't believe that it's happening but I and I think it's because it's almost too real I don't know how else to describe it that like I think if people were actually in this type of um like natural disaster god that would be really 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 scary and awful and sad um so I just, and I think it's tried to do too much. I think like, I get why they're like, we have to have this family and we have to have kids and we have to have hope uh, and love and romance, but it just feels like, I don't care if Pierce Brosnan is in love in this movie. I know they threw that scene in at the beginning where you see his old lover die via volcano, but I just don't, I don't have any like interest in that i'm like what happened to all those people who died you selfish assholes who didn't try like that's that's something you could have done is at least like try to save a few people um so yeah it's not my genre it's not my thing um but i i enjoyed kind of like the silliness of it i don't know if that's Mm -hmm. that's a that's what they want it's over the top yeah it felt very silly to me um so yeah it's interesting that it's kind of a movie with not a lot of comedy, like at all. <laughs> no, I mean, they try to make those like geology guys, I guess, like comic relief, but they, I guess so. they have a lot to do and they have a lot of pressure. So I don't know that I 
that was like a good job for them to be comic relief. Maybe that gag of like, yeah, I saw the button on, but I wanted it as a joke. I wasn't going to tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, tiebreaker. Um, yeah, I know. Speaking of volcanic pressure. Uh, <laughs> 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 Oi. What's just for lock? that, I'm going to say it's no. For this, I, I <laughs> love said- that. Sorry, I was just saying, you should have said, what's your lava? <laughs> yeah. At the beginning of the podcast. No, we should have. Oh, we, oh, I get I, it. We've missed a it's lot like, of what, what? puns. Um, yeah. Ugh. Uh, I love disaster movies. Like, uh, I I laugh uproariously at The Road, which is just, <laughs> if you, if you want a, a, a disaster movie that's nice and dark and probably Oof. the way people really would react, it's it's The Road. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I love generally them all. And this one, it isn't any different. Um, I enjoy everyone who's in it. Uh, it were good effects. Uh, yep. Yeah, I like disaster movies. So it's a winner for me. Thumbs up. You have to it's, say you have to say it. <laughs> it's for real. It happens all the time. It's for real. Leave us hanging. It's like I know. <laughs> I can't say all of that and be like, it's not for real. For I don't me. know. Sometimes there's twists. Yeah, there roller are coaster rides. No. Roller coaster rides. No, okay. there's a slam dunk for me. Are we ready for my song? Yeah. <laughs> amazing i will say early in my relationship with nora l i spent a day watching the eurovision song contest um in her apartment and yeah it's it's amazing i recommend doing that no it 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 showed that this relationship was gonna last because it's it's an interesting contest katie did you know what that song was it's from that movie eurovision right yes or no yeah it did did, which i enjoy (laughs) it's will ferrell it was a a great movie it was for being yeah oh i loved it i enjoyed that and i mean it must be written about Pierce Preston, right? He is a volcano man. And he's in the movie. He's in it, yeah. He's a protector it. Oh, was it? Was that on purpose? That was the movie I was talking about. I had this song queued up no, before I know. Film. But yes. I yes, know you're and. talking about Pierce Brosnan in Eurovision. And you said like yes. Icelandic movie or something. But like, was Philip Volcano said Man- that. But was Volcano Man the song in that movie written because Pierce Brosnan no. was in that movie? Do we think? No, I don't think. Why not, man? His most famous movie is Dante's Peak. But that's why I chose the song. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I could that's I applaud you. That was nice. Thank you. Nice job, Bridget. Thank you. All right. Well, we should thank you so much. Um, yeah, to Stacey S. What like a wonderful radio voice. And I was so like psyched that she had a connection to this movie so thank you so much it was so lovely we're getting now we've been threatening it now we're getting into to the deep into the holidays yeah it's so buckle please, up please send your holiday suggestions our buckle way. up <laughs> all right well everybody stay out of the hot you know what i mean yeah. you know volcano awareness month is january so maybe okay. we'll <laughs> revisit Good. well we'll when we'll volcanoes are the it. worst yeah let's I rewatch know. it in january then yeah 
Okay, till next time. See ya. Toodaloo.